Welcome everybody back to the Built Different Podcast. This is an NFL podcast, episode 28. And as you guys know, the Eagles lost, the Dolphins lost, and the Browns lost. And not only did we lose, we all got spanked. So we're here to talk about it. This is going to be the therapy episode where we're we're going to take it easy. So, you know, obviously Dom, the Browns fan, Bill, the Dolphins fan, Thomas, the Eagles fan. We're going to go through... We're going to talk about our games individually. We're going to give little monologues, you know, talking about our team this year, how we're feeling about it moving forward, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to talk about the rest of the playoff games. We're going to talk about the playoff games moving forward, and we're going to get out of here. Simple schedule. Reason being is that the playoffs are so exciting. We have a lot to unpack, a lot to talk about. So let's dive right in. But first, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. Uh... I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm excited <laughs> for these games. Basketball. I've been locked in on some basketball since my team's out. So, uh, but yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm I've also been intrigued to see uh, what Atlanta does and and what uh, what Chicago does too. So uh, there's been a couple of things going on with Chicago that are very interesting, especially what what Bill's been saying too. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's a good day, bro. Good day. Absolutely. What's up, Bill? Yeah, I'm still recovering here. Um, <laughs> not not feeling the best, uh, but we're getting there. It's uh, a, a fresh week of football. Typically cures all ills. It's a little harder to trust that'll happen when your team's not playing anymore. But I know we're all feeling that. But hey, uh, I'm excited for the games ahead. I'm excited for the coaching carousel ahead. Still a lot of football to yeah, enjoy. That's... Just uh, unfortunately, no more dolphin football. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the Eagles are a disaster, man. They are a flaming fucking disaster. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Uh, we're going to talk about that shortly. Um, but what do you what do you guys have as, as some top takes? I think, you know, real quick, I think we should talk about um, the Falcons. I think it's almost for sure that they're getting Bill Belichick. How do we feel about that? You go, Will. You want me to go, Bill? Will. Will. <laughs> Will. <laughs> Imagine. I think it's going to be good for him. Uh, it's it's something where he hasn't shown the ability to attract and, and develop the talent recently. Talent's there. So, it, I don't know. I think this is an X's and O's thing. And I don't know if there's a better guy for that position than Bill um, in the league, let alone, you know, available. But... At the same time, I could see this really falling on its face, and this could be Bill's last year in the NFL. It's, I think we got a pretty large range of outcomes, but I'm excited <laughs> to see that. And I'm glad he's going to the NFC. If I'm being honest, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this is like for me, it's it's weird. Like I don't know. I like I. There was other teams I thought he would go to. I didn't think he would. Go to the Falcons. I think the Falcons are getting very, very lucky here um, because of how terribly they've run things since losing the Super Bowl. I think they've lucked into almost everything that they have right now. Um, and they just keep getting lucky now. They get Bill Belichick. Um, we'll we'll see what really happens because they still need a quarterback. If they come in with like Jimmy G 
or they come in with like some bullshit. No, like I don't I don't really see the Falcons doing anything, no matter if they had Jesus as their head coach. Um, But, you know, we'll see what happens. Bill Belichick is a great first step. You know what I mean? Like that. That is your first step is pretty good. They just they need that quarterback for me to really believe in them. Yeah, um, I think, uh, yeah, there's a great first step. But I, I don't even really think, I mean, they're going to do something in the quarterback for sure, too. But I'm intrigued to see what they do offensive coordinator-wise. Um, and then, you know, once once I know what they're going with the OC, okay, then we'll see, okay, they need a, they need a mobile quarterback or a po- in-the-pocket quarterback. It'd be hella funny if they get uh, Mac Jones in there. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, so there's funny. all these reports that Bill Belichick wanted Mac Jones out like the last two off seasons, and they said no, and then he just like stopped caring. But I mean, right. shit. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones would, in my opinion, I feel like he'd be good in this Falcons offense. But yeah, <laughs> see, that's that, I think I think I think Mac Jones is one of the most slept on topics of the summer, like this free agency. Like, where's he about to go and play? Like, I don't think he's a complete scrub. Like scrub, I think that there was a scrub play call in the last two years. I think he's been throwing the scrub. He hasn't had any weapons. Lines. No weapons. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at him, I mean, I don't know what teams would want him. I mean, maybe Sean Payton. But I don't know. I don't know what teams want would want. Maybe the Commanders. The Commanders would lock in on some Mac Jones and kind of go from there. But uh, you know, I'm in, I'm intrigued. So Bill Bill to Atlanta makes total sense. Um. I don't know if Atlanta people are going to be vibing with Bill as much, but hey, he he could turn that up for a little bit. If he wins games, they'll vibe with him all they need. But yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, the quarterback position. Yeah, quarterback position is going to be a huge question mark. And thing is, they were the odds-on favorite to land Justin Fields. If Bill goes there. I don't think Justin Fields go should go there or will go there. I don't really. I think he mismanaged the hell out of Cam Newton, and I'm not saying they're identical, but I think the style of offense is at least has parallels. Well, and I didn't see that he knows what to do with that. Well, here's the thing: like with that, I think. Justin, first of all, Cam and Justin were in two different positions in there. Two different, like, Justin's in a completely different time Correct. than Cam was when Bill had Cam. That's one. Two, I think that, I think obviously depending on the offensive coordinator, I think, because I think they want to get Brian Johnson from Philly. Like, they were looking at him, right? Granted, he stunk, but I think... But tw- I think there's similarities with Justin and, and, and with Jalen. So that would kind of work. And with the Bears interviewing Cliff for the OC over there in Chicago, it kind of would make it, it's making more sense for Atlanta to get Justin. It's making a lot more sense. So we'll see. Now, on the other end, I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons get Caleb. And the reason why is because Bill Belichick had three options in doing this. Go to the Chargers or force your way into the Cowboys and get like a, you know, a team where you could win in the next year, two years, you know, a quick one and done, get back out the league. Choose a team like the Falcons where they're young, you're going to have to work with them a little bit, get them going, but they have the talent there. Or you go to a team that's complete shit and you try to turn that around. He chose the middle option. 
Um, so I think he's going to want to be there in Atlanta for at least four or five years. I don't think he's just going to go and leave immediately. And I want to be surprised right. that Atlanta has the assets. They absolutely have the assets to go and get um, Caleb Williams because it's it's kind of like, you know, what you guys said there. There is a potential that the Falcons crash and burn here in at least year one, you know, under Bill Belichick, who's a serious, you know, tough coach, you know, with a whole bunch of young guys that could go really bad the first year. I think their draft picks will be valuable. I think they got the assets to get Caleb and I want to be shocked. But one thing I don't want to see is I don't want to see them going with Desmond Ritter because I don't think even Bill Belichick can turn that guy around. No, I, I, I think not, he's going to be third string emergency quarterback not, material. Yeah, they're not. Bill doesn't doing know. That. Yeah, I agree yeah, with I that. He can't figure that. something out with a subpar quarterback. They gotta. What I'm worried about is that they think Jimmy G is still a guy. If that's you think? the big concern here. But if Jimmy if G is can, only a guy if he can stay healthy because he's a good game manager. But like, if it's anything like, then, yeah, nah, I don't think Jimmy no. G's a guy. I don't think Jimmy G's a guy. That's me no. though. I think we proved that this year. I think we really put that to bed this year before the injury. He's not even really hurt. I don't think right now. I think he's just his. <laughs> he's butthurt. <laughs> he's butthurt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he is, nah. but that's it. No, nah, I feel you. I don't even think he's that hurt. I think, like, he got hurt and then got healthy, and they were like, nah, Aiden's our guy. And he, like, yeah, I mean, I don't, like. Enough of that. Huh? But he's just like, yeah, we've seen enough of that. that you, right, you right. Eagles versus Bucks. Let's just get this out of the way. Um, you know, Eagles came in. It didn't look – it really just didn't look like there was – at no point in the game was I like, oh, my God, the <laughs> Eagles can do this. Because it's like, you know, we scored that touchdown and we went for the right. two-point conversion and absolutely failed. And I was just like, yeah, man, like I don't – I really don't see this because like Baker was locked in. Baker, he, he showed – that's a quarterback right there that showed yeah. up and wanted to get shit done and wanted to just get to the next round, bro. I applaud yeah, Baker, and I'm sorry, Dom. I'm sorry to make this comment, but I have to make it on the podcast. I find it hilarious that both Baker and the Texans got further than Deshaun Watson. I know Deshaun Watson was hurt. Things could have been differently if he wasn't hurt. Um, but I find that to be just everything. It just adds to the craziness of everything. But nonetheless, sure. shout out to Baker Mayfield. You guys can go before I just absolutely go off on the Eagles. Um, I would say the comment, I would say that if you put that Tampa, I would say if you were to put that Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the AFC North and you were to put the Browns in the NFC South, <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't even think what, I'm not even going to, just imagine that and just, that's, that's that. I'm not even going to comment on that because the Browns would have a first round bye. So that's just that. So that's one. <laughs> Two, um, yeah, the Eagles, like like I've said, like this is the perfect example of coaching is the most important piece in the NFL. Way more I feel like way more important than O line. Way way more. I think that I think that taught me that this year, bro. This definitely taught me that yeah. this year. Exactly. Way more important than uh, you know, than a quarterback. I feel like with with your def- defensive coordinator leaving and your offensive coordinator leaving, it just affected you guys. And to be honest, I always thought the defense was sus. It's just the offensively, you guys are doing your thing, right? And get you know, P- 
people well people were leaving you what they I'll weren't explain. putting a, a safety they they weren't putting a safety over the top so it was just like you know throw a goal ball to AJ Brown to win us the game you know what i'm saying like that's kind of what it was and then people would kind of realize okay yeah keep two safeties over the top and just play, have them play and stop the run and then have them do you know play the short game and stuff like that dump downs and just wasn't working you know so i don't know that's kind of my thought on that I hope they get a better OC and DC uh, for next season. And shout out Jason Kelsey. Shout out New Heights. Shout out the uh, the ninety two percenters. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I basically just want to say that. So first of all, I agree with everything Dom hit on. I want to give a shout out to Devonte Smith. He showed up. I don't think really anybody yeah. else did. Um, Facts. Even to push didn't work this game like it's i think that was a questionable decision if you had a touch push for your two-point conversion but that's what i'm talking about like what are we doing here yeah yeah (laughs) if you had any chance at all that was kind of sort of it like that could i don't know if that was just a momentum grab like you're really reaching for the stars here to try and get something going and you know maybe you get a tush push for the two points and and maybe that inspires the team maybe that's what the whole thing is maybe the tush push is big mental game that nobody can stop us as soon as that happens but that backfired like hell and if that's the case so any which way they did not look good uh that defense was awful the they didn't use the run game properly uh not that swift was going off by any means but Abandoned after 10 carries, uh, he he had 34 yards. It's still enough to get a first down if you do that three times uh, every every t- every time you touch the ball. So I don't get it. I, I don't understand how they never adjusted on that. But overall, they're, they're going to make some huge adjustments now. Um, Nick Sirianni is meeting with the owner either today or tomorrow tomorrow for exit uh, exit interview yeah yeah and uh i think that interview is really gonna determine whether he stays or goes i don't think this is locked in by any means yet so i'm intrigued to see what comes next with coordinators because they definitely need something very different than what they showed up with this year i'm gonna let tom go all right. Yeah, Tom, this the floor is yours, brother. The floor is yours. Yes, give, give me a few minutes here because this might this might be a little, you know, a little long, but like deep breath. That that was a huge, huge collapse, brothers. <laughs> that that was that was a little catastrophic. When you say things from things going really good to really bad in like one game against the 49ers, it was it was, it was embarrassing, honestly. I mean, I like as an Eagles fan, you know, like we had everything to talk shit for. You know, we were 10 and 1, coming off of a tough Super Bowl loss where our quarterback gave it his all. Um, and every, you know, everything seemed pointed in the direction that we were going back. But at the same time, I saw it coming. Like throughout the podcast this year, I was not excited about the Eagles. I think you guys know that. I mean, at some points, I was just saying the Eagles would beat certain teams just because I wanted to be you know, a homer, make good content, but I was never really excited about the Eagles. I was, I wasn't boasting when we were like 10 and one, you know, I I was saying stuff like Jalen Hurts wasn't the MVP and it's shit like this that like, you know, it kind of proves me a little right. Um, But it sucks because this team was genuinely, genuinely fun. This team used to be fun, man. 
it, it wasn't fun in the second half of the season. Um, and, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's so exciting to watch when he's on. Um, and I, I think, like, some people say that he's not a good quarterback because he needs good coordinators. I think it goes back to what Dom says. I think everybody needs a good fucking coordinator because um, a point that I was going to make later in this argument is that, for example, like, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard, there was no creativity from the play calling all year. Dudes were never open unless they busted their defender's ass. That's the only time they would be open because the play calling was just so, so bad, bro. And I'll I'll apologize to Dom because when he made that MVP argument for Jalen Hurts when, when we were 10 and 1, I think that was actually a good argument looking back on it because Jalen Hurts was the one single-handedly winning those games in the beginning of the year because the defense was bad. That's Offense was struggling all game until, you know, last quarter, last second, and Jalen Hurts would put together a good drive and win the game. Um, but nonetheless, I want to go back to the offseason. Um, I love draft day. I said draft day Eagles was, like, the biggest move of the offseason because, um, like, I knew we had gaping holes, and I thought the rookies were good. Some of them performed well this year. Um, Swift was a good pickup. I think he just lost a lot of steam as the year went on because Jalen Hurts was scoring all the touchdowns in the end zone. Um, but I think the Eagles let go of the wrong people. Like, we lost 16 sacks in the offseason. 16 sacks. We let our fucking D-line just go, bro. And, like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, I doubted Darius Slay, but we know he has his injury concerns, and we didn't even prepare for that either. Like, a- after him, the games that he, he was hurt, we had we had bozos out there, bro. Like, we had, we had absolute bozos. That, that's all I, I can, you know, put into that. Um, and, and, like, what it also, uh, you know, goes back to is, like, you know, what, what, should we have kept C.J. Gardner-Johnson and T.J. Edwards, um, you know, all these other guys? Yes, but at the same time, I don't even know if we would have accomplished much. Because right, then the, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think them. I don't. I don't think they're solving a goddamn thing. To be honest yeah. with you, they're because at the end of the day, like our coordinator, our defensive coordinator lacked any smarts. Nick Sirianni lacked any balls to take James Bradbury out. Like James Bradbury, literally, we got to the end of the year, and the game plan was literally just throw James Bradbury's way. Like at the Bucks, that Bucks game, literally James Bradbury cooked. The Giants game, the Giants game, game, Bradbury cooked. Seattle, Bradbury cooked. Cowboys, Bradbury cooked. 49ers, Bradbury cooked. That that was literally the theme the rest of the way. And I felt like... You go, you go. Go ahead. I was going to say, they drafted Kelly Ringo to think that he'd be able to hoop, but he started getting cooked his last couple games at Georgia, and then he's just a rookie, and he's not ready for that spot, so they had to go for Bradbury again. Being the yeah. number two corner, you know, I would have listen. I would have taken. I would have just. I would. I would. I would have fucking put Dallas Goddard out there. I don't fucking know anybody but James Bradbury, bro. Um, but when when it comes to the coaching in general, this might be a sensitive comment, but I felt like the Eagles held a competition for Make a Wish kids to see. You know, the winner would fucking coach the second half of the season. Uh, that's what it. That's what it really felt like because. You know, like you guys have mentioned so many times, the play the play calling got so bad. And I think a lot of it does fall on Nick Sirianni because 
when things are going good for the Eagles, Nick Sirianni is the man. Like he's making, you know, clutch play calls, you know, fucking hyping his guys up. But when it's bad, he just like curls up in a ball and, and, and it's terrible. You know, in the NFL, bro, a lot of bad things happen. And this year was proof. A lot of bad things happen to a lot of good teams. And it's literally like um, Shan- Mike Shan- or Shanahan is the fucking 49ers coach, right? Yeah. Kyle. Kyle, yeah. my bad. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan. When he when the 49ers Mike's lost three games in a row, bro, he locked in. He made the changes he needed to make. They locked in. Now they're looking like they're about to have a fucking easy ride to the Super Bowl. Nick Sirianni, things go bad, bro. He lost control of the whole locker room, the entire locker room, the coordinators, the players, everybody. Everything just fell the fuck apart once we started losing games. And like I said, in the NFL, you can look at the Chiefs last year, bro. Hold on, Dom. Hold on. You could look at the Chiefs last year when shit was going bad, when they didn't have receivers. Andy Reid figured it out. We can even go way back to the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl with Dougie P, bro. Carson Wentz went down. And, like, there was other key injuries, and there was just, you know, bad calls against us. Dougie P just figured it out. He didn't, like, die. Like, literally, you have to be ready for bad things to happen. And Nick Sirianni was balls when shit hit the fan, bro. Absolutely terrible. But what were you about to say, Tom? I was going to say that people need to pump the brakes on the Nick Sirianni, you know, pump the brakes on the Nick Sirianni hate. It's one bad season. They happen. For sure. Go into next season. Get some people on the defensive end. You know, get get a dude, get new coordinators, and let's go from there. Because And I agree. I'm not like, sitting, I'm not sitting here saying people fire. Are saying that, I'm not saying fire no, him. I'm not saying, saying he sucks. People are saying fire Nick. People are saying fire Oh no, yeah, Nick. for sure. But those Nick people Nick is bad. They don't know what they're talking about. The person that needs to be fired is Mike McCarthy, but we'll get to that. But when it comes to Nick Sirianni, he doesn't need to get fired. He just needs to take a lesson learned, bro. When shit gets bad, you got to lock in. Because, like at, like I said, just after shit got bad, he just was he was invisible, bro. Everything just fell apart. And there was, like, he could have he could have had A.J. Brown not, you know, do everything that he did. He could have, like, took control of the offensive play calling. Could have fucking lit up James the- Bradbury behind closed doors. Something, bro. Like, James Bradbury is supposed to be a good fucking player in this league. Talk some sense into him, bro. Well, first of all, he's bad. Second of all, is A.J. Brown, was he at the game? I don't think so. He did not travel. Yikes. So, right. That's bad. Right. <laughs> That's bad. I'll handle that real quick. If he's recovering and he's trying to get healthy – I'd rather him not travel. Yeah. I'd rather him not get out of the plane. That the swelling just from the flight alone and everything, that, that's not something you want when you're hopeful for somebody to come back the next week. Turns out they really needed him. They needed somebody to be all fired up. Because here's the problem with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. When the going gets rough, neither one of them get fired up. And those have to be your leaders traditionally. It's either your head coach, your quarterback, or both. Those are the guys that need to get in somebody's face to really get the team. I, I disagree wholeheartedly on the Jalen Hurts part because he's shown in the first half of the season and the Super Bowl that when the going gets rough, he can lock in. But I'll agree. The second half of the season he's when shit was getting tough, man. he wasn't, it's, it's a he wasn't there. He's another one. Like Jalen Hurts wasn't there in the second half of the season when it was rough. Yeah. 
he didn't he didn't show up gameplay wise in the second half, but he has never shown up like getting loud and getting in somebody's face and getting the team fired up. That's not who he is. He's he's calm, cool, collected, and he's like that after he scores a touchdown. He's like that after he throws an interception. And there's a place for that. But if you're going to balance that, you need a coach that can get people fired up, in my opinion. And you know so, who's great? You know who's great? Sure. Brian Johnson is great. I think he is such a good coach. I think other teams should, like, die to have him. Honestly, I'll help pack his bags. I just, you know, let's get him out of Philly as soon as we can because he deserves something better than offensive coordinator. No, I'm just kidding. I just really want Brian Johnson gone, bro. Yeah. Cause like his play calling was shit, but it wasn't even like it was it wasn't even just this second half of the year. It was the first half no. of the year too. I'm yeah. watching games just like, all year. like like you said, like that the the famous third and short and he and he all wide receivers fucking yeah. go. That was all year, bro. Yeah, it it was rough, and, and there was some stuff that you're just sitting on the couch like, what in the hell was that? <laughs> it's it's like. You handed a fourth grader to the controller to play Madden, and we're, we're in the wrong formation. Or Saxby. Or Saxby. Yeah, to, to, to yeah that's to true, too. <laughs> but all in all, let's swing back to the defense quick. Uh, you said, is it 16-1-6, the number of sacks that walked it's like fifth. It's like 15.5, 16 in that range. This, of players that left the team, they had that many sacks, right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, the problem is they lost 27 sacks year over year. Yeah. So they let 16 walk, and the other people didn't do what they were supposed to be doing either. Plus, that 43, they went from 70 sacks down to 43 sacks, and six of those came from Jalen Carter, who they drafted. So the people that were doing well last year didn't do well this year. So that's a credit to Jonathan Gannon and a huge knock to a, the combination of Sean Desai who loses coordinator duties to Matt Patricia and it's a knock against him more than anything. Cause that's really when the team collapsed. So I think Matt Patricia needs to be done as a defensive coordinator first off. And I think, I don't know what goes on with Sean Desai. I don't know what happened there. thousand percent. Bro. And, I, and, I bro, disagree. That, don't... This... Go ahead. Time out, time what out. do you this mean? This whole thing, this whole thing has, they had terrible successor plans. Like they knew Stipen and they knew Gannon was gone, and their successors were awful, and their backup right. plans to the successors were awful. They knew that TJ was gone. They knew that uh, Garner Johnson was gonna leave, and their backup plan was awful. That's why. That's why, as a Brown fan, I'm not mad because our backup plans clearly worked. But that's right. we'll go into that later. But as an organization, this why that's why it's, it's way bigger than Sirianni as a GM. Like, is it Roseman is the name? How like Howie? Yeah, Howie. No, no, that's that's the is that the GM or that's just the owner? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So his backup plans were awful. Like that's all. Like as an organization, it was awful. So Matt Patricia, yeah, he's got to go too. Like go to go to Atlanta. Keep giving Bill rubbing tugs. You and Joe Judge could go over there and give Bill rubbing tugs. Like, stay away from all these other teams because every time you go to a team, you contaminate them of being poop. Poop. I like don't Detroit. That, that's my poop. thing. It's like, I don't I don't think this falls on Matt Patricia, bro. The defense was bad. How? The coordinators before him were fucking. It doesn't fall shot, on just bro. Matt Patricia, but he didn't. He did. Him. Like, his very first game, 
His very first game against the Seahawks was decent, and then they threw James Bradbury's way. If it's on Mike, Matt Patricia, Dick Dude. Patricia, fucking Kyle Patricia, whatever the fuck his name is, you know what? Yeah, I want him out too. But do I think this all falls on him? No. Do I want him to be the defensive coordinator? I'm of the not team next saying year? no. But like it would, it was shot, bro. It was shot. No matter yeah. who you put in that seat. I hear you, and by all means, we're in agreement when we say he should not be there next year. But you got to understand there is a very direct correlation. And sure, he had a good, a decent game, we'll say, against the Seahawks. But decent doesn't get it done, first off. And second, of course, this is a, a blind game plan for the Seahawks offense. You don't know what, you don't have tape on what this defense coordinator is going to do. So you better. It's fine if your offense is slow against them in the first half. It makes sense. They didn't have a plan against that. But then they went into halftime, and that, from there on, everyone in the world was able to come up with a plan that beats Matt Patricia. He had one good half. How do you stick up for that dude in the slightest? You have, uh, yeah. bro, it's he needs like, to go. Everybody needs to go besides Nick Sirianni. On that and that's what show. I'm saying. But, like, this also comes down to, like, my, uh, Nick Sirianni's fucking leadership as well. Because, like, it, it, everything was just bad. Everything was bad. Every single thing was bad. And as a head coach, you have to be able to rally your guys to at least get some kind of bright spot. The team is talented as shit. And you got Brian Johnson out there doing runs on third and long. You know, screens when they don't make sense, all out routes on fucking third and short, two point conversions when we don't fucking need them. I promise you, if we just kick and move yeah, on with our life game. on that two point conversion, game. we would have been in that game yeah. because that would have been momentum. You gave away all the momentum trying to do a fucking tush push. Like, is that how we're going out? The tush push? And now the play yeah, is about to be banned and we're fucking done with that play, bro. Well, you're going to play anyway because Kelsey's gone. He was that play. He's not gone yet. But um, no, he, like he retired, bro. Anyway, to to cap this off, <laughs> nah, he, didn't, though, nah, like, he didn't officially he didn't officially retire. Officially. Like, right. when, when it comes to my well, to Patricia, like yeah, man, like but Patricia, I don't want him here. I don't think anybody should want him on their team. But it's like I can't sit here and say it's his fault when just everything from top to bottom. We're not bad. saying that. We're just and saying we're in like, general, he needs to go. And we're just like, yo, but yeah. this is what I'm saying. Whose decision was it to be like, okay? Patricia's the answer. He's going to fucking turn it all around. Let's put him in the spot with nothing Probably that he can really work with. There, there was nothing for him to work with, bro. Nothing. That had to have been a combination of Howie and Sirianni. That's, those are the only two. Well, unless it's owner pressure, too. So a combination of any of those three, who knows what the weight is, but it still... It's terrible, terrible decision-making. And as Dom said, I think that's the best way you could possibly summarize this thing is terrible, terrible succession plans. And other teams have shown that they they have it. They have a next man up. Yeah, and like in a year where everything went so bad for so many teams, I agree. Like the Eagles probably had the worst backup plans ever, like almost of all time, because it it was definitely a wasted season. James Bradbury's got to go, bro. Like I said, I would... I hope AJ Brown doesn't find his way out of Philly because like, I don't think none of this is AJ Brown's fault. I think he feasted in the first half of the year. And then when he needed his fucking offensive coordinator to pick him up a little bit because he was starting to struggle and not be able to bake his fucking defenders, there was no creativity. Jalen hurts. Wasn't even throwing it AJ Brown's way. Um, 
you know, Devontae Smith did all he could, as you said. You know, Dallas Goddard, there was no play calling for him whatsoever. Um, you know, ah, it's 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 disgusting. There's a lot that needs to change, but it could all be as simple as as two good coordinators. Um, you know, Jason Kelsey, I I he he give, he's given mixed signals. Like he said, he he didn't do what they said he did. He didn't go and tell everyone that he's officially retiring. He didn't tell the locker room that. Um, he was just soaking it in just in case it was his last time on the field. Um, he doesn't, he's 50, 50. If he comes back, I, I think the Eagles do have, you know, a great chance. I'm not saying it, it all comes down on Kelsey, but that's a huge plus. If he's able to give us one more year, um, Jalen hurts. I think he needs <laughs> balls. I think, I think like Bill says, he needs the balls to get in people's face. Um, he needs the balls to like. You know, I'm a fucking top quarterback in this league. I don't like that play. I'm doing I'm I'm calling, you know, I'm calling an audible. I'm I'm doing what I need to do to win this game. I think he needs more of that. Like I think I think Jalen Hurts put two and Nick Sirianni together put too much into Brian Johnson. When Nick Sirianni is a fabulous play caller, we've seen that before, um, as an OC. And Jalen Hurts is a fantastic quarterback. So I, I think at some point Someone got to be like, "Fuck this guy! I'm gonna do what I need to do to win a football game," and that just didn't that it just never happened. And yeah, it's a wasted opportunity. I think what needs to happen is I don't I don't think you know Nick Sirianni needs to go. I don't think AJ Brown needs to go. I think they just need to hug it out. I think they all need to come back. Different coordinators, a better plan for the defense, and you know we'll see what happens. But it, it just fucking sucks that we gave the fucking division to the Cowboys. And then lost to the Giants, and then lost to the fucking Buccaneers in the first round. We could have at least beaten the Buccaneers in the first round, ended the season on a good note, beating the Giants. Something. We could have just done something to come out of the season, but instead, this is a failure of a season. Absolute failure of a season. From being one drive away from winning the Super Bowl to this, terrible. Like, worst case scenario, bro. The only worst thing that could have happened is like Jalen Hurts got hurt. That's like the only thing that could have been fucking worse about this. Team is a Dolphins Chiefs. Dolphins Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs come in. They absolutely take uh, care of the Dolphins in very terrible conditions. It was cold. Tua didn't look like he wanted any part of the cold. Um, Tyreek Hill, you know, getting dominated a little bit there. Um, Bill, why don't you why don't you give us a little Dolphins yeah. season end monologue? Yeah, let's let's take it uh, back just a little bit here to really where Dolphins season turned around for the worse. Uh, we're going back to December eleventh, uh, Titans versus Dolphins. This is a game that had a much bigger impact than any of us thought it could have uh, when Dolphins were up by, I think, 14 with, I believe it was two and a half minutes left. So from there, um, Tyree Kill gets hurt, and then Titans come back, win that game, puts us in a position uh, where we didn't necessarily need to win out, but after that week we had Jets, which we won, we had Cowboys, which we won. Then we needed a third win from either the Ravens or the Bills. Lose both of those, puts us into the six seed, which puts us into zero degree arrowhead in the first place. So 
All we had to do was beat the Titans that night in order to lock in a divisional win and not have to go to Arrowhead or anywhere else cold, for that matter. So instead, here we are. Uh, We show up to Arrowhead uh, with one day of practice in Kansas City right before that. Bad decision there. Didn't get used to the cold at all. And we played cold. We played real cold. Every bit of the offense was cold. Every bit of the defense was cold. It felt like we were frozen. In yeah, place. I was like, everyone was like, fuck this. Let's get back inside, man. Fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Rasheed Rice running past guys as if their feet are frozen to the ground. <laughs> um, and Tua completes a, I believe, career low 51% of his passes. Um, One bad interception. Uh, That was his only, like, atrocious, atrocious play, but then is just missing guys. Um. We got a bunch of bad routes. We got it. it it's really the whole. It, I can't put the blame on Tua. I can't put the blame on Jalen Ramsey. I can't put the blame on any individual person. This is a team loss. Um, and the team really, they were in a tough spot injury wise. This is one of the most injured teams I've seen in a, in a playoff game. It, I'll. To be missing that many offensive linemen, your top four defensive ends, your top cornerback, you're missing a seven. I don't know if they would necessarily would have been pro bowlers, but you're missing seven potential pro bowlers in that game. And you're missing more than that across your starting 22, a, a lot more than that across starting 22. At one point, we had 15 guys out, out of our starting 22. It that's bonkers to still be winning games with seven, with a third of your team starting that should be starting. So it was a weird season, but the problem is this isn't simply a run it back and hope we stay healthy next year. This was our moment. This was a team built to win this year. And it sucks that it comes down to Tyree kill being on a pay on pace to set a record for receiving yards, gets injured in that Titans game, averaged 123 yards a game going into that game, and didn't even break 100 after that. Um, And we're talking a month and a half ago now. So the offense hasn't looked the same. Uh, The defense, while it was gaining momentum, didn't look good in that game. So all around, it poorly coached. We got – Coached circles around us by Andy Reid. And by all means, he's a guy that can do that to a lot of people. Uh, But we didn't even show some fight from the coaching standpoint. We didn't show fight on offense. We didn't show fight on defense. And the special teams has been the worst unit all year long. It's been one of the worst. (laughs) In fact, um, kicker had one good game. But other than that, special teams ranked 31st overall on the season. So don't get me started on that part either. Uh, changes need to be made there, but there's going to be wholesale changes across the board anyway. So uh, we're going to have a real interesting offseason. I don't know what the solution is. I, I honestly don't. I don't know if two is our guy long term or not. Uh, I'd like him to be, but big question mark there and what the team's vision is. Uh, but I'm interested in what you guys have to say about this. Okay. So may I start, Tom? Is that all right with you? Yeah, go ahead, brother. Okay, so I think 
where your season ended was when Jalen Phillips got hurt. Yeah, he got which hurt. Which is the next week after Titans. No, that's the week though. That's the week. That was on no timeout. That was a. Uh, that wasn't on Thanksgiving. That was on Thanksgiving. That was on Thanksgiving. Oh, it was. was. It was two weeks prior. That was the other Jets game. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that was Black Friday. So yeah, I think um, once that yeah. had happened, bro. I was like, oh, that's like your best. That's one of your most consistent players. Uh, he's a dog. Yeah. That was tough. Now, the question yeah. is, you ask your guys yourself, is can we win a championship with Tua? Can Tua win us a championship? Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that I don't know if the answer to that is yes. I will tell you this. I don't think Vic, I don't think Vic, I think Vic Banjo gotta go. I think Vic's gotta go. I think I disagree with that, but okay, we're gonna talk more. About but I, I'm Keep just going. saying, like that defense. Like I was telling my father this, because he's a diehard Dolphins fan. What you guys, mm-hmm. what you guys are doing, is the Niners and what you, what you and the Niners have are identical. The difference is that their defense is better and the quarterback plays more consistent, right? O line's also better, right? Play calling and coaching's better, but like. So like, what needs to change? You need to add more defense. Might 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 need a new defensive mind in there. You might need one. You might need to trade for another tackle or guard. You might need it. You might need to tr- get a new quarterback. I I don't know, but like, you might need that. You might need a better fucking tight end. You have one of the worst tight ends in football. Like Smythe is not that good. Like you yeah. might need a different tight end. Like like or a tight end in general, need, right? Yeah, or a tight end in general. Like how about we like upgrade in that like position like let's do that right you might need because yeah. like think about it because slowick is in houston right they got right. Dan, they got dalton schultz right uh obviously george kittle um I, I for, i'm forgetting someone else who who's in that in that range to that family but again like you need a tight end that can like you, you need someone you need someone else besides tyreek to like help tyreek understand it just can't be yeah. a chain third Sometimes Waddle and Tyreek, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be someone yeah. else as well. So I think uh, those are the changes, and uh, you know, we'll see if they'll actually do it. We'll see. Yeah, and just on the Fangio point, like let me hit that first because the two is a much more long-winded answer. Uh, Vic Fangio had a defense that consists of here's my quality starters, in my opinion. Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, uh, obviously Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer. Those two stayed healthy all year long. But then let's take a step back to the linebacker position. I feel our best guys are Van Ginkle, uh, Jerome Baker, who missed right. almost all the season. And then you take one more step back. Emmanuel Agba was paid a lot, but he did not perform up to that contract. I think he's somebody right. that definitely has to go next year. I Nothing against the guy. I like Agba a lot. He's, he should do well somewhere else. I don't think he's a scheme fit for Fangio. And honestly, okay. I don't know if Christian Wilkins is either. That fucking hurts to say. But I don't know if Christian Wilkins is a fit for Fangio. Uh, I think he is going to demand a lot of money. I don't know if we're going to be able to pay him. This is all next year talk, but still. So let's recap. Uh, defensive line, all four are good. Linebackers, Van Ginkle and Baker are good. At safety, we're pretty deep at safety. Javon Holland is hands down our best safety. And then at corner, you got Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, and everybody 
past that should not ever be in a position to cover an outside corner ever. <laughs> Undrafted who is our next best. And he got burnt so frequently this year where it sucks because he had a good year last year, but man, everybody else is not good. We're not as deep as we thought we were at corner and they played a total of six games together. There were six games where we had both of our corners. That's it. Mm. And That's it includes playoffs. We we did not have David in the playoffs. So you got two guys that both have trouble putting a healthy season together at this point. We can't bank on that. So I'm not sure if X comes back next year either, which sucks. Mm. Like you're going to trade him? I, I think he's a free agent. Uh, I think. I, I'll have to double check on that part, but that's another one. It's tough. We're in cap hell, and we got – heavy contracts against that it's going to be tough we're we're going to lose some of my favorite players i guarantee it and it sucks that's the the worst part about it this is a team that i thought this unit had a chance and then mm-hmm. as they all start falling down like dominoes i'm realizing slowly that this thing's not going to happen and honestly it's been a sad week but i didn't i can't say i walked into that game thinking oh we're definitely going to win that can't say I had great expectations for us to win one game in Kansas City. I think what we needed to do is take care of business any of the either of the two weeks prior, really, or in Tennessee. And if we did that, then we would have had a chance at home against a six seed, you know, whatever that would have been. But we didn't. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I wish you guys- Yeah, you go. Yeah, I wish too. Uh, on the two aside, <laughs> I think this is going to be a topic for the whole offseason, so we don't have to dive into it too much right now. I do think we can win a championship with Tua, but not unless he has healthy receivers. Like, Tyreek Hill just – I think next year might be Tyreek Hill's last year. I think he might retire after Like that. playing football or um, – Yeah. No, I, I think he's going to retire at Dolphin. But if he gets hurt one more time, man, he's he's a big enough personality where he can make money outside of football. And I don't yeah, know yeah. if he loves football. He just loves being better than everybody else. And hmm. I I think – and there's room for hmm. that in football. But, like, I don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to play beyond the 2024 season. Damn. If he does, it's it's only another year after that. So You know normally short- normally I laugh at you Bill in these takes, but like I've I think I've learned over the last year of doing this podcast which you not to laugh at Bill's takes. So hey. Yeah, no, I don't completely disagree with that. <laughs> Bill's hit the mark on a lot of things <laughs> that I thought were fucking crazy. Um uh, but my my quick opinion on the Dolphins, um tough season, tough loss. But at the end of the day, I think y'all have something to build on. I mean, literally what it came down to this season is just couldn't beat good teams. Um, but you could win, you know, you can win the other games. You win enough to make the playoffs. I think Tua needed this. I, I think Tua needs playoff experience. Um, if he's yeah. going to be a guy in this league, he needs to see the playoffs. A lot of the, like, literally almost every other quarterback um, besides C.J. Stroud in the AFC has some type of, you know, playoff, you know, losses, experience, whatever. Um, Did we expect the Dolphins to win? No. I just think they just need to keep building off this. Don't let it, you know, become a disaster like Philly did. 
and you you just keep going, man. You guys have something good, like whether you know if Tyreek Hill is gonna retire at the end of next year or not. You know, you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You know, you got a good running system. Mike McDaniel knows how to coach the shit out of the offense. Just figure out that defense. Hope for the best health wise. I don't know. Put extra money into your medical staff. Like, let have these right. players be like. I mean. It seems like Tua was an improvement from getting his like yeah. head knocked off so many times. It seemed like he was protecting himself better this year. Um, like you know, like I, that was an improvement at least. At the he very least, he games. got Tua into the playoffs. You yeah. did him justice on that. Just work on it everywhere else. <laughs> that was the only question about the Dolphins going into this season: is can Tua play a full season? Played eighteen games. So hey, I, I think that is. A moral victory on that, but and ultimately, some of the exact hits he took the same hits, and he le- literally learned how to fall differently. So I'm not saying everybody in the world needs jujitsu training, but I'm telling you, if you're a small quarterback, Stroud took the same hit, got a concussion. Uh, he, I'm sure, got a phone call from Tua, introduction to that jujitsu trainer or something, because. That quarterbacks in the NFL are fraternity. They they do like to stick together. They like to look out for each other. So I I would like to think that Stroud isn't going to take a hit like that again, just fall flat on his back and smash his head off the ground. Um, and I hope nobody does. But ultimately, that, that part was cool. I, I like seeing that. And I think the playoff experience will help. But, man, you said this is something to build on, but I don't know what kind of building materials we have because we're going to be building the rest out in foil because we got negative millions of dollars in our cap room <laughs> and we can't even afford the name brand tin foil right now we're sticking with like supermarket brand tin foil bill's a comedian rock. today i love it <laughs> well, it's your That's turn up. dom because we're moving on to the browns and texans you know from going into this game browns had a lot of hype they had they were like America's darlings out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, that's Joe how I Flacco knew we were was lose doing his thing. Get-go. From the get-go, that's how I knew he was gonna lose. The Browns are never <laughs> like ne- everyone never loves the Browns. Like, that's not a thing. And then everyone started to do that. I said, Yeah, we're about to get cooked. Uh, but <laughs> I, I was hopeful. I was hopeful, but not to interrupt you, uh, Saxby, but um, No, good. Go ahead. Yeah, Go for I, it, but, man. Where's your- I, I was uh I was very nervous. This is when I knew my season was over. When the Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Titans, I said, "Oh shit, we about to play. We about to play a bunch of young boys that are locked in, that are hungry, that want it, that are playing with house money at the crib." Yeah. If we had Deshaun Watson, maybe I'd be like, you know what, revenge game, revenge game, right? Yeah. But um, defensively, if, if we weren't, we couldn't stop them. Offensively, we looked okay in the first half. Second half, we got this old-ass dude throwing Stevies, back-to-back Stevies. Like, you know, it is what it is. That Like, I have nothing to really speak on the game. I really have nothing to speak on. JOK, Jeremiah Wusukaramoa, one of the best linebackers in football. He, he was hooping that game. So, that's the only thing I really have to say about the game. It is what They even throw it to Denzel Ward's fuck. Like, they even throw it to him. So, whatever, right? But... We fought. We we fired our running back coach and our offensive coordinator and our tight end coach. Najoku was a Pro Bowler for the first time this year. Our OC's been there for a minute, and 
of running back coach Nick Chubb loved him. So I'm confused on why we did that, but whatever. That that means that something like that means that like we're like what that means that we're trying to do something. That means that like what we did this season is we're not going into next season doing right offensively. So that's I'm happy with that. To be honest with you, people are like, oh, you should like you guys suck. Oh, this and this and that. Bro, we played five quarterbacks this season. We made the playoffs. We have we have twenty five percent of our salary cap on IR. We we are playing our on our fourth string left tackle and right tackle. Like, I am not upset at all with this team. I'm happy with this team. This this season was one of the most fun seasons I've ever had. Rooting for this team, and to be honest with you, I wouldn't trade this team for the world. I'm excited what we're what, what we're gonna do in the offseason. And that's all I have to say. I'm excited to get Nick Chubb back. I'm excited to get our Pro Bowl Jack Conklin back. I'm excited to get our first round our first round left tackle back. I'm excited to get Deshaun back. I'm excited to get our Grant Delpit back. I'm excited to get our team back and like actually see like let's hoop. Let's hoop with our actual team and let let's see who wants to talk then. Like I want to hoop. I want to see how your team is compared to my team. Well, my team's fully healthy, and then we'll go from there. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I, for the whole year, I'm gonna hear, "Oh, Deshaun can't, Deshaun can't play. Deshaun's not a guy. Oh, he's four and one this season." So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the Browns. Take the Browns and win the division next year. We're, we're basically the Detroit Lions of last year. So that's why I take it. Yeah, man. I'm with it. Once Deshaun's back, you're not gonna be as likable. So you do have that going for you because everybody that's hates Deshaun Watson. So that's true. As uh, you won't hey, be the. I'm not here to Carlin. condone. I'm not here to condone sure. any of his sure. off the field actions or some of his off the on the field actions. I can only condone. I can only root for wins and losses, and that's what it is. I, I'm with Baker you. Could, no but, knock on yeah. that. Yep. I'm not saying a single Cleveland Browns fan should abandon ship because of that in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Stay loyal. Stay okay. true. Keep rooting for wins, but ultimately, you know that things do change narrative wise. There, sure. I guarantee you, this is weird, but there's going to be some analysts that are like, Joe Flacco should be the guy there next year. I guarantee or you that that's going to be that, or just not even that, or just be like, oh, trade Deshaun Watson. You could, you won with four different quarterbacks, trade Deshaun Watson. You should get Caleb Williams. Yeah. If the Magic, the Browns traded Deshaun Watson for Caleb Williams, oh my gosh. Which I wouldn't be, I'm just calling it here on January 18th that we're going to get some weird narratives about the Cleveland Browns quarterback room. And I want that short put together and released uh, once we can stitch this with whatever weird narrative inserted here. That's all. So right, right. that's for later. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think we talk about building blocks. You guys got, you got a lot of guys, some crazy ass experience throughout this season that yeah. shouldn't have yeah. seen the field and then balled out once they saw it. So right. it's, this is, we talked about this with the Eagles in the absolute opposite direction. We saw guys that were part of the successor plan become the real plan cool. moving forward. Right, so right. Right. it's a lot of people earn some real contracts, some real playing time. Uh, so I look forward to the future of the Browns. Um, I, I think you got a lot to be excited about. Only thing yeah. that scares me is only thing that scares me is what Steelers do on quarterback. But 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, I love our chances to win the North. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I thought I thought it sucked that it was the Browns and Texans round one, the two teams I was really pushing for in the AFC. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was a little weird. I was kind of happy with like whoever won. Um, it sucks me to too. see the Browns. That, I wasn't mad. Yeah, it sucks to see the Browns went out the way they did, but like the Texans, they got you know C.J. Stroud is on a fucking. Him and they're all on highs over there. I don't even want to go down the list, um, but they're they're all on some incredible highs right now. I think, you know, for the Browns, I think what you take out of this season is you put together a defensive scheme, a defense that was hands down. I don't care what the stats tell me. I think the Browns had the best defense in the league. Um, I don't care if there's someone that came ahead of them in sacks or came ahead of them in like forced fumbles or you know some some other things. I think I think the Browns have the best defense in the league, and I think you just build off that. Hopefully you get Deshaun Watson into the season healthy. But if not, have a good backup. Be, I mean, I think that's he'll be, he'll, that's the thing. He'll be like, healthy. He'll be healthy. Nick Chubb, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Deshaun but I'm saying if something goes wrong, just have a good backup plan like you did this year. I mean, get – I think it would be worth it to put the money into a good backup. Like, I mean, if Gardner Minshew doesn't find a team, fuck it. Throw money at Gardner Minshew. It, it, it is what it is. Just saw someone good that, like, when if Watson goes down or if something happens to him off the field, you can just plug someone in to keep the chains moving. And for the Browns, I don't necessarily think this is a bad season. You guys, like you said, Dom, you guys went in there with so many injuries, so many, like, just doubt and hate. You guys got lucky that Flacco came in and fucking tore the, tore the field up. Um, cause like you see, like he just completely wasn't actually an old man when it, when it mattered. Yeah. So, well, I, you know, I think, I think, I, I think Joe, I would be happy with Joe Flacco or Jacoby Brissett back next season and go from there. Yeah. I'm, I'd be perfectly fine with that to be honest. So yeah. And you, you just keep going. I mean, it's, it's a defense that a lot of teams wish they had. I think everything that the Browns did to prepare for this season, everything that they did week by week, you just need to replicate that um, and just Damn. stay healthier, I guess. But like it, injuries happen. So I think it's, it's what I you mean, guys I, say, the backup plans just don't fall apart like the Eagles. And, and that's the thing, like injury bugs don't happen crazy back to back season. So I'm intrigued. I'm excited for next season. Like remember the Niners, they were yeah. like, so hurt, so help, like so hurt like two years ago, yeah. three years ago. And then now look, mm-hmm. look back to back, you know, good seasons for them so i'm ex- yeah. i'm excited i'm excited i i think yeah i think we'll have i think we'll have cap space in the in the summer too to add a couple more defensive pieces we'll see we'll see let's talk about bills and steelers real quick my my quick thoughts you know because i think we all knew the bills were gonna win i think the steelers knew the bills were gonna win um so you know josh allen was just you know what he does against bad teams, he just looks like an MVP, looks really good, um, you know, runs all over the fucking field, throws everywhere, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a, the Bills took care of business. I was at the game, so uh, I was freezing my butt off. It was <laughs> so cold. Uh, there was, like, everyone was shoveling snow like next to them because like everything was like snow, you know, but it was a good, it was a good game. It was electric. Uh, Stefan Diggs, He's just, I love Diggs. I do love Diggs, but he just be like yelling like for the pill, like for the ball. Like, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. Heard him all Diggs, time. And Allen, 
Diggs and Allen have a weird relationship, but um, but because that was that's the only thing I saw from the game. But yeah, um, it was a good game. It was a good game to go to in Kansas City, Buffalo. My lord, my lord. <laughs> we'll get there, but I I don't. I want to take a step back here. I don't feel like the Bills just had this the whole time. If we look back to the 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, when it's 17 to 24, Steelers, you know, starting to creep up a little bit. It's not like I ever thought this was like, oh, Steelers got the momentum. They're going to do this thing. But I feel like they were one Josh Allen turnover away from actually having a real chance. And this is one of very few games where he doesn't turn the ball over. And I'm telling you right now, if, if they had TJ Watt, I don't think the Bills would have won this game. That's hmm. that's my know, thought on Mason's it. Mason's still throwing picks. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, they, they had two. They had two turnovers, but you, I, it's not outside of the realm of possibilities for Josh Allen to turn the ball over twice if TJ Watt's in that game. I think he all. Almost definitely does once because he didn't get pressured at all. He just didn't. Um, he was able to pretty much do what he wanted, uh, but that only sank to the tune of 200 yards on of passing. And one other thing that I think the NFL really needs to look into is that two. Well, really, it's two different plays that come to the same point. He slid, got hit, got a 15 yard penalty on it. I didn't feel like that was late at all, first off. And then on a on his 52-yard touchdown run, he did a fake slide. He did the Kenny Pickett play that got that play banned in college. He kind of came to a little bit of a halt, acting like he was going to slide. Steelers guy lets up, stops pursuing the tackle, and then he runs around behind a blocker. That guy gets blocked, and he runs off for a touchdown. So that touchdown could have been three points instead of seven because I think he would have they would have gotten field goal range kick field goal but still if that or if that is that turnover I think it's a different game but it, yeah here we are instead talking about bills and refs again <laughs> yeah I get the bills yeah but the bills are a better football team at the end of the day and so I, I don't want to yeah. take anything back I don't want to take anything from the bills as much as I hate them um it was good to see it was it made like when the Browns lost, I was like, dang. But when the Steelers lost, I was like, you know what? At least they lost. You know, it, it would have been bad if they'd won and then we lost. I'd have been tied. I'd have been tied. So, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> time to get time to get rid of the past. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh. All right. So... <laughs> Lions shout beat the Rams. Me, you know, shout out to Jared motherfucking Goff. My hair is fucked up now. It was fucked up the whole time. Um, but shout out to Jared Goff. The Lions get their first playoff win since like 1548 or whatever the year is. Um, you know, they 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 didn't dominate. Um, I didn't I didn't think we thought either side would dominate. But the Lions, they escape with a win against the Rams. Phenomenal play calling, um, especially down the stretch on the defensive side. Um, how do you how do you guys feel about it? Awesome for the Lions. I, that's a darling yeah. team that earned it. Um, Dan Campbell is the man. 
he makes me want to run through a brick wall. I can't even imagine how a team feels playing for him. So I love it. I, I'm I'm happy that Jared Goff gets his little bit of revenge. Stafford did just fine in LA. I love it for Stafford that he got his Super Bowl there. But this is the future of the team. Lions looks way brighter than the Rams right now for sure. For sure. Yeah. I it agree. Does, but like man. the thing was is like the Rams, like we were all asking why the fuck did they run it <laughs> run it back? They made the playoffs. You know, obviously Lions future way better, but the Rams won a Super Bowl. Way better is a strong word, man. This team is young, young. And they need to figure out what comes after life after Stafford. Don't get me wrong. But the rest of this core is crazy young. And I, I learned a lot about Puka Nakua in that game. And for all year long, I'm thinking, yeah, of course, you know, it's a bad team. Puka's going to get his stats. He's going to put up a lot of numbers. Of course, he's like on pace for really good season. But no, he broke records. And this guy did it in a cool way. Like he's not taking these just like fluke deep shots or a bunch of dink and dunks. He's got everything. His He's got a very complete game. I think Puka Nakua is going to be a force in this league. And Rams got him for a long time. So... And that's the the future is very bright for that Rams team. The the line. Let's talk about the Lions more. Uh, they're the ones that are actually moving on and playing next week. So we'll we got plenty of time to talk Rams. But I like the Rams' future too. And I I hope I didn't just fucking curse the Lions by changing jerseys right here midstream. Um, but you know I I thought it was great. Like Jared Goff looks like. Like he's ready for the playoffs. He's he looked like he's been here before, and he has. Um, but a lot of people call it, you know, a fluky run, you know, whatever the case may be. But he showed up. He was a leader. You could tell he has the locker room behind him. You could tell, coach. You know, he he got the locker room behind him as well. I think everything like the running backs look great. You know, Gibbs and and Montgomery look like they're really locked in. Amonra St. Brown showed up. You know it. A lot of things went really well for the Lions here, and it's the thing that I pointed out several times is that, yeah, on paper, is the Lions' defense one of the best in the league? No, but they have this ability to really, really be able to lock in and stop teams over a quarter or more. We saw it throughout the season in multiple games, and they did that here again. Can they – the big, the big, big question – I'm not automatically putting them over the Bucks. But the biggest question here is, can they repeat success against the 49? Um, I would say, since you guys all said congrats to the Lions, I'm going to say congrats to the Lions, too. One thing, too, with the Lions, they showed that depth in running back is a thing. You know what I'm saying? With Gibbs and Montgomery, like, it's very key to have that in the league. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see how NFL – because I don't think Derrick Henry is going to just go into a team where he's going to be the lead back. I think it's going to be something kind of what the Lions are doing. Um, so that's with that. Now the Rams. This was probably one of the worst coaching performances I've seen from McVeigh. I feel like he misused timeouts, terrible play calling. Definitely misused timeouts. Terrible play calling in the red zone. Like the defense actually came to play in the second half. Like all the Rams had to do was execute and run the right skim, you know, schematically run the right things in the red zone. 
and they just didn't. Matt Stafford was locked in. Like, Cooper Cup locked in. Nakua locked in. Kyron wanted to play. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that McVe- I think this loss is on McVay. So that's that's that. So let's talk about the Cowboys. Back. Cowboys, yep. Packers. Um, Packers absolutely <laughs> smacked the shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Dak Prescott did not come to play in the first half. Um, cleaned it up in the second half. Was trying to build some momentum. Um, he said it himself. He locked in too late. Uh, Mike McCarthy uh, got ab- absolutely demolished. Ran around. Um, spanked, um, fisted, whatever you want to go with. Mike McCarthy got absolutely wrecked by a seventh seed. Um, are the Packers a good team? I do think the Packers are a good team, but the Cowboys should not like it was 99% chance that the Cowboys would win. And I really, it, it sucks for them. I mean, am I happy as an Eagles fan that they got fucking smacked? Yeah. Um, but like that should not have happened, like in the slightest. Like we're talking, we were talking about in the pockets that they need to dominate the Packers and nothing else, and it was the absolute opposite. None of them were ready to play. They got cracked. CD Lamb was the only one that showed up. It it was it was bad. They like, screwed even my parlay. Michael up. Parsons was like getting smacked. It like who does this fall on for you guys? I. <laughs> Honestly, this is Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn for me. I'll let you go, Dom, but I, I'm going to go off on Dan Quinn after that. This is on Jerry. This is on Jerry. Yeah. He he tr- puts his trust into a quarterback. That hasn't won multiple playoff games since when? Has he ever won two playoff games in a, in the same season? Dak. I know I he beat know Tampa. He when you guys when, yeah. when you guys beat Tampa, no, no. And when, when they no. beat Tampa, like I don't think he's won like two playoff games. Like, he, is he only won one playoff game? Yeah, he might have only won one. Someone check that, Bill. Check that. He might have won one, one playoff game. He I think beat he beat Tampa the Bucks two, last. Two, he yeah he beat he beat yeah, the he Bucks. Beat Bucks last year. He's got two wins in total. The year before that, they lost to the Niners at the at Jerryland, right? Yeah, yeah, Mike, they lost I, to the Niners two years. You know row. what? Before was, we like, without even checking right, in on that stat, we bro, gotta go back to 2019 against the Seahawks. Okay, say it again. What do you say? 2019, he beat the Seahawks. That's it. Okay. Okay. So, so you put your trust in a quarterback. You put your trust into Mike McCarthy. I think yeah, it is on Dan Quinn. But Jerry, like, you gotta move. Yeah, you, you, you could get Bill Belichick. Lock that in. Get him. So that like that won't happen with Bill. I promise you that that might not even not happen with Mike Vrabes. Like, honestly, like, like. Mike McCarthy, I have no faith. Like, and Dan, Dan, Dan Orlowski said it the best. Like, don't talk about Super Bowls no more. Like, you are comfortable with wins in the regular season, but 
unless you're super aggressive this offseason and getting like more talent and getting another wide receiver, like other things, you know what I'm saying? Besides CeeDee Lamb and Jake Ferguson, right? Those are super well, because like Mike McCarthy is not the guy. He's not a super I can't see him lifting it up. You feel me? Like, I just can't. So, like, that's just what he it is. He lifts up a burger. Yeah. But, like, also, time out, too, though. Like, let's stop talking. I don't even want to talk about. I don't even want to talk about Dallas. Mike, Mike, Mike LaFleur, like, good job. You know what I's I'm saying? I mean, Matt LaFleur, great job. Mike, Matt, Mike's Mike, brother. whatever uh, fucking white name. <laughs> yeah. My, Mike's his brother. But Jordan Love, dog. Aaron Jones, dog. Like, like they have some young talent. Even what's his face? Um, the 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 um Van Ness, Luke Van Ness. Like he had uh he had a tack. I mean he had a sack. Um, Luke Luke Musgrave, um, killing. You know what I'm saying? Like Romeo Dobbs killing. Like this team, it it loves each other, plays for each other. No one no one thinks they're gonna compete. I'm taking the Packers plus whatever points against the Niners. So that's what I got. Yeah, man, and the I think the last thing I'll say, like on the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, you know, all of all of that shit is is just like like you see Mike McCarthy, you know how bad it went with the Packers, how sour it got, and then you bring him in, and you know his, his like last two years in a row before this, like your last three years consist of you letting Dak run the clock out when you when you have a chance to win the game and advance in the playoffs putting Zeke in as your offensive lineman and getting pummeled and losing to the first seven seed in history. That is your last three years. And Jerry Jones wakes up in the morning and says, that's my guy. I don't think this falls on Dak anymore. And yes, like should Dak, could Dak have played better? And this game could have been a little differently. Yes. He threw two picks. I agree. Dak again fails in the postseason, but Dak needs a coach that can look Dak in the eye and tell him that he's him at the right moments because obviously Dak does really well in the regular season but when it comes when it comes down to it in the playoffs it's almost like Dak really doesn't believe in himself again steps on that field and just absolutely shits his pants and I don't think Mike McCarthy is the guy that's going to bring it out of Dak I think if anything the you have so much talent you don't even need like this real you know, real great head coach that like, you know, does all these amazing things. You need a head coach that can pump up their guys at the end of the day. And I don't, it's, it's not Mike McCarthy, bro. It's, it's clearly not. If every single person came into this game, not ready to play, how the hell is Mike McCarthy still a head coach in the NFL, bro? Your job is to get your guys ready to play, especially in the playoffs. And no one was ready for the Green Bay Packers. Are they, are the Packers good? Yes. But no shot are they on the Cowboys level, bro. No shot. Well, that's a, and also like you didn't have them getting ready against a team that gave uh, an organization that gave up on you. Like they gave you the. <laughs> like, and where's you, the and, want and, and the need? <laughs> and then you got kabooted again on national television. Kabooted. Done. That's yeah. a great word. That that might be a word of the day right there. But here's the thing: this is not. <laughs> I have a hard time saying Mike McCarthy should be out. I, so I really think the teams that had interviews scheduled with Dan Quinn should have canceled those things on the damn spot. They should have been canceled by what time was the kickoff? So that was the, that was an eight o'clock game. 
Mm, Should have been canceled yeah. by nine o'clock. That's the case. I don't no, know it what was time like, it, was. it was. Like the four it was afternoon. Four All right, yeah. five thirty then. Should have been canceled by five thirty because this man didn't make a damn adjustment throughout the whole game. He didn't do anything to make his team to put his team in a better spot to succeed, and he was in charge of that defense. I guarantee you, Mike McCarthy wasn't telling you, yeah, single coverage on Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, don't load the box. We can tackle Aaron Jones with the four up front. That's fine. Like I guarantee you that does not fall on Mike McCarthy. And Dak put up plenty of yards, plenty of touchdowns. Like he did In the second fine. half. I understand that, but still. The game was over. It was mostly over. I don't know, man. Like, it's not like this was all against backups. I know, but like, all all right, you know, Dan Quinn, terrible game. Terrible game. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, Dan Quinn had a good season. I feel like Dan Quinn had a good season, but that's me. That's me. He had a good season, but if that's what you're going to do under pressure, I feel like he crumbled under pressure this year. But I would agree. I I would agree if, like, Dak showed up and the offense was, like, right there slinging with the Packers. I would agree, yeah, yeah. but like Mike McCarthy, bro, is a burger. He is a yeah, single yeah, patty, yeah. no cheese, wheat bread yeah. burger, bro. He does he does not no belong here anymore. And for Jerry, him. like someone needs Don't to drive. run Jerry Jones out of office if Mike McCarthy is the guy that you're picking over. Vrabel, Bill Belichick, like let any you could have anybody else. You're the Cowboys. You got all the weapons. You have all the money. It's an attractive. Like place, but Mike McCarthy. No, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hear you. Man, and I'd be but also, I also, time out, time out, oh, real quick, Bill. I'd be with you if their losses this season were like, dang, the defense like didn't show up. That was the first loss this season where you could definitely say, yeah, the defense didn't show up because right. the Cardinals game they looked sus. The Eagle at in Philly, they looked sus. Um, there's I forgot their other losses, but like the Cowboys, I mean the Dolphins win. Like offensively, they look sus. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they, they just look. They yeah. They the offensively, that's what I'm saying. You can't blame Dan Quinn for one bad game, is what I'm saying. But Dolphins were injured as hell and still put up twenty. Like that was the Dolphins' offense that did they not put belong to put po- up twenty two points. Bro, they put twenty points up. They put 20 points up, and how many points? Did Jason Sanders not have four field goals? Right. Did he not go four for four? He had five. He had I five! Think, I think, think that was weak. He had five. Okay. okay, so that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just if we're talking about fire Mike McCarthy exclusively for the the only reason you fire Mike McCarthy is for postseason performance. Cowboys in the history have never put together three 12 win seasons in a row. In the history of one of the most successful franchises, we're That's, talking back when they were actually uh, good, but they had never done three seasons in a row with 12 wins. It's hard to do. In a, and especially that's, in a and salary that is, cap era. And that, listen, man, regular season is fantastic, but literally the way they've gone out. And the team, like, you play in the NFL to win the Super Bowl. That should be it. Like, you as a leader Only need to be leading your guy, year, man. 
guys into the Super Bowl. And if there you're going to come in year after year after year and fall coaches. on your face. Listen to me, man. There are only 24 coaches in the history of the league that have won a Super Bowl. You think you're getting in 25th? If you go out and hire somebody that just won three games with the Patriots last year, or how many games Mike Rabel won with the Titans over the past few years, you think they are going to bring you past 12 wins, put you in a better spot to succeed than the guy who gave you 12 wins three years in a row? Yes, because you know what they both have? Postseason success. Belichick, yes. What has Rabel done? He's taken some shitty teams in and at least won he's a won, He's won multiple... He's won. He's won multiple divisional championships. He has, and and guess what? The Cowboys have at, le- at least one. Do they have two so, with, with McCarthy? So, Bill, how you're, many? You're telling me if Rabel, if if Rabel had the Cowboys this Cowboys. year, Harbaugh, Harbaugh too. Don't forget Harbaugh. You could have gotten Harbaugh as well, for real. So you, you're telling me you if Rabel has to. this team the last you're, three years, they don't at least make one deep playoff run? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I like Rabel. I liked Rabel a lot. Our first episode, we talked about how much I like Rabel. And since then, he hasn't shown me a damn thing. Yeah, I mean. On occasion, uh, hey. yes, but on a consistent basis that you need in order to make a deep run, I haven't seen it. Either way, man, we're talking about the Cowboys, right? Bill, have, when 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 has the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl? Were you alive for that? You were you were probably a toddler. I I was, I believe. You you were I, probably I don't think a toddler. I was even a toddler yet, but I was. Me and yep. Dom weren't even born, I was born. brother. And th- and this is we're talking about the richest franchise in the NFL. What matters at the end of the day should be Super Bowl wins. And the world is on to that. Like, we've been on to that for the last, like, 10 years, bro. <laughs> like, they need to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, regular season success, great. In a position, great. But Mike McCarthy, what he's done when he's gotten into these positions, I can't, man. I have to go elsewhere. We're, we're talking multiple years now of it, having it is- one of the top five preseason best teams in the league. And you have nothing to show for it besides – a couple of division championships when the Eagles fall apart. That's it. Let me and ask you not, this, Tom. Also, also, time out, time out. Also, they're in a division that's weak as fuck. That division sucks. That's one. Yep. Two, NFC also kind of sucks, too, to be honest. Three, yep. he's been doing this since he had Aaron Rodgers. He's been selling. Yep. He's been getting kabooted by other teams since Aaron Rodgers, gang. Like, he's not it. He's not him. Like, he's like the James Harden. He going to get you to the playoffs. He going to do his thing, right? He look good doing it, right? Regular season, everything all right. But when pressure comes, when it comes to, to, to his plate, he breaks. He He's fragile. He's it, it just looks bad. It just goes historically horrific. It just like, wow. When, when Russ beat Green Bay, when Green Bay went into Seattle, it was like, wow. Like, Wow, I can't believe that just happened. Green Bay just went into Dallas to Jerry Will and just did it. Wow. Can't believe that just happened. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wasn't surprised. I bet the Packers plus I bet the Packers plus 13 and a half. And took the like I I, I mean I hedged it because betting wise shit goes left for me. But like I wasn't worried about it. Like I knew they're gonna keep it close, but 
I, I was I didn't know they was gonna violate him, but that's just what that is, bro. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So so here's how we're gonna conclude. So we're gonna we're gonna talk. Everyone's gonna get their chance to talk. Um, let's not make these discussions long. Um, but I'm gonna give you a playoff matchup. Say how you feel about it. Give a you know a prediction, whatever. Say how you feel, and then give your winner and your touchdown score. Um, so let's start with Texans Ravens. I'll start. You know, first off, I love that C.J. Stroud and the Texans got this far. Love that young group. I think um, health permitting, they're gonna go very far for years to come. I I think this is a team built for longevity success. However, I think the Ravens. I think they're smelling blood in the water. I think they're ready. I think they're going to come out and they're going to, I don't, I don't want to say stomp the Texans, but I think they're going to have a convincing win. Um, I think from start to finish, the Ravens are going to take care of business here. Um, they, they see blood in the water because if you're telling the Ravens that, you know, it's either going to be the chiefs or the bills at their opponent and they're going to be in Baltimore. I think Lamar's like, I got to you know, I see it here. This is, this is why I came back. They have a top defense. I, I really am in love with the Ravens situation here. I hope this isn't putting a curse on them, whatever, because I'm just putting curses on so many teams here. Um, but, yeah, I got the Ravens. And for a touchdown score, I have – damn. I, I, I think Lamar Jackson just runs one in. I'll take the free one. <laughs> All right. Diamond, go. Uh, with that game, I'm talking about Baltimore game, Baltimore Texans. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like. I like um, Houston with the points. I think uh, Baltimore comes out a little rusty, um, but yeah, I, I think Lamar, Lamar, and them are locked in. Uh, Mark Andrews is back, so I think Mark Andrews scores. So that's what I got. Or no, time out. Oh yeah, and Gus Gus Edwards will find a way to get in there as well for sure. Yeah, Gus Edwards is mine. Um, I'm I'm gonna have a pretty unpopular opinion here. So not that the Ravens are going to win. I do think the Ravens are going to win. Um, I love what the Texans have done, but I think this is as far as we see the Texans go for a real long time. Um, I think CJ Stroud regresses some next year. What? And I think it's hard not to. First off, he set the bar real damn high for himself. Uh, but I think losing Saronic is going to hurt like hell. Um, it's hard to swing and hit. On two offensive quarters in a row, so I think they're gonna they're gonna regress next year, and I think they're gonna have a hard time getting back. I think they've developed a lot of people that are gonna earn themselves contracts. Some people are gonna have to walk from a cap space standpoint, um, not immediately, but I think by the time the growing pains are settling from that offensive coordinator change, other things are gonna be in motion. So I think they're in trouble in future years. But um, let's not take it away from this moment. I think yeah. they had a hell of a season. D'Amico Ryan's in, in a different year would have been coach of the year. Uh, C.J. Stroud in a different year could have won MVP. It's This is a wildly good season, and they should be proud as hell for it. But I think the Ravens might crush him. Yes. Yeah, sl- I mean, losing losing Slowick is definitely tough. It definitely – I mean, I don't think he should go. I think he should do one more year. If he stays, then I would like their chances. But if he goes, then yeah, that's tough. It's risky, man. If you got an opportunity to become a head coach, you take it. Period. 
because I just, you don't know what could happen next year. I don't know. He's strapped injury from him not being offered a job next year. Well, when it comes to D'Amico Ryans, though, I think his ability to pull everything that he did out of this team and all the rookies and get everyone under him the way he did, I think he can. Re- hey, I think he can replicate that, man. I think he can. I think he can replicate that. And he don't forget he comes from the 49ers, which was a franchise that did nothing but produce has produced great coaches. And I think he knows that. I think a lot of what he's shown this year shows that he's a guy in this league as a coach. I'm not saying what you said, Bill. I think that's nuts. <laughs> I think that's crazy. <laughs> I think that is wicked. <laughs> Okay. But I guess that's my hot take then. But yeah, but you know, listen, Bill, Bill could be right. He, he's you know, we'll we'll figure out. This could be a cold or a hot take in a few years. Um, Packers, yep. 49ers. You can go ahead with the Packers, 49ers, huh? Um, Debo touchdown. I like the over. Taking the Packers. Taking the Packers. Taking the Packers. I kind of wanted to do it, man. I, I think it's going to be a close one. A lot closer to the spread looks. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking Packers with the points. Taking Packers. Taking but the Packers. I think, I think 49ers should take it. Go Pack Go. God I think damn. I think per, I think Purdy's going to throw a couple Stevies out there. Once he throws once he throws a couple Stevies, bro, it goes downhill. I think the Packers defense have been playing better than the Niners defense recently. I think um I just think the floor is just gonna out you know out scheme Wilkes. And if Packers get more stops, they can win the game. So I mean I'm I'm excited for the game. Uh Jordan Love, lock in, show them why they drafted you number one. Let's do it. J Lo. J Lo. I all right. I'm going. I'm going 49ers, and I'm going with George Kittle as a touchdown. But like, real quick, Tom, bro. I think the 49ers are going to be too much for these young guys. I think they're going to overwhelm them and beat them. This isn't the Cowboys we're talking about here, man. I I think I think the 49ers are going to take care of business. I think the 49ers, whether they choke or not, I think is going to come against the Lions. Um. Wow, that was a that was crazy, man. You guys not nah, because you know goal. why? You know why? You know why? And we could this is a good segue, right? For Lions Bucks. I do have the Lions here. Oh, but by the way, you go, Bill, you go. I don't know what I don't know what your yep. touchdown score. My fault. Uh, yeah, I'm go I'm going 49ers to win this game, and I'm there's one reason for it. And my my touchdown score is the counter to that reason. I got Christian McCaffrey with a touchdown. I got Christian McCaffrey probably with three touchdowns. <laughs> uh, Green Bay has bottom five run defense. That's Green Bay's run stop is probably the worst single point of defense left in the playoffs. Um, Tampa Bay's pass defense might be up there too, but I don't know. Those are those are essentially the two places where I can see real real problems. So I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have about a buck forty. Two or three, but I only need one for this contest. So I'll take Christian Gary as my touchdown score. Okay. Now we can move forward. And Bucks Lions, I'll just give my quick opinion because I've talked a little bit about it already. Lions win. Shout out to Jared Goff. You know, give me an Amonra touchdown, man. Like I love mm-hmm. Baker. Don't get me wrong. Love Baker. Love what he's doing. He's earned himself a payday. 
Um, he's he deserves every dollar of that money with everything that he's been through so far in this league. Um, I'm going, yeah, I'm going Lions. Amonra touchdown, like that. That's that. Lion. I think yeah. after winning that one game, I I don't think the Lions are frauds here. I agree with that. I'll go next. Um, I got Lions as well. I think Amonra is going to have about a hundred, hundred twenty-five yards, but he's not been their touchdown guy. So I'm go. I'm flipping it. I'm sticking with Mike Evans for my touchdown, even though I'm still going with the Lions to win it. Um, I rode Mike Evans for it last week, and it didn't happen for me. But I, I think this is it. I think he goes out strong. I think Baker goes out strong. Uh, they're going to shut Rashad White completely down. I, I don't think he even rushes for 50. I like the underprop there um, in Rashad White yards, but uh, I definitely got Lions winning this game. Yeah. Um, reason why I have the Packers winning is because I have the Lions winning. Lions, Packers, uh, you know, um, what's, you know, that, that divisional that round. Divi- not the divisional round, but what what's that round? Well, oh, the NFC Championship. Yeah. yeah. NFC Championship. Yeah, I got Lions, Packers, NFC Championship. Facts. Um, but yeah, who would have picked that? Huh? Who would have picked that matchup for the NFC Championship? A Don boy. Uh, but (laughs) I love I love Bakes. I think Bakes throws for two fifty. I think it's a shootout. I really think it's a shootout. Um, I I wouldn't be mad if Tampa wins because my guy Baker would be locked in out there. So, um, so yeah, that's what I got. Oh, but my touchdown score. Um, I do have Gibbsy getting in there. All right, so real quick, just give something real impactful about this game. Let's not get into a crazy discussion about it. Um, Chiefs, Bills, I think Josh, I mean, like, listen, I I talk a lot of shit. Um, Maybe I'll be wrong and I'll be talking a lot of shit next week. Um, But I got the Bills over the Chiefs. This is going to be, what, Patrick Mahomes' first, second road game in the playoffs. I think the Bills have a lot of momentum right now. Um, I think, you know, what should happen is that the Bills take care of business here. I'm going with the Bills. I got digs for a touchdown. And we'll see. It's still Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know, shout out to them for getting this far with as with everything they got going on. Um, what should happen is the Bills win. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs with the money. Chiefs, Chiefs money line. Pat Mahomes. This is this what makes Pat Mahomes GOAT GOAOT. So this is what I got. Yeah, and I got uh, I'm a, I got Kelsey. I got Kelsey money line facts. Or my, my, my fault. I got Rashad Rashad Rice uh, touchdown. Yeah, Rasheed Rice Rashid, has been looking Rashid, real good. Rashid, Rashid Rice certified WR one for Rasheed Rice. Um, proven the best hands out of a team full of people with terrible hands. But I, I'm with you, man. I think Ricky Rice is going to have a great game. Um, probably does find the end zone. He's not my guy. I'm not taking him. But I absolutely believe that. And they're obviously going to need more than one touchdown to score uh, to win. Uh, and I do have them winning. Uh, I think Josh Allen is going to absolutely turn the ball over. Uh, he likes to force things. And Jarius needs not about that life. Uh, so I, I think he's going to, if not – have the deflections that cause the picks. He's going to have picks. Um, I, I got Josh Allen with two turnovers. He's got to make up for having a full game without a turnover last week. He knows he's due. Uh, so um, I think the the one thing that I could see happening, though, uh, that 
doesn't really happen with other teams, that stadium is going to stay extremely loud and extremely behind him no matter what the score is. So if they're down 17 late, it, it's still going to end up being a close game. I don't see any circumstance where this is not a close game, uh, but I right. do have Chiefs on top. Isaiah Pacheco with a touchdown. What a game. I'm so excited for that game, bro. What a game. I'm very excited. Like I'm a big Mahomes guy. Mahomes Mahomes could shut up everybody with this with this dub. Like he if they were if they can. get hot, if they could get hot and get to the bro, he could shut a lot of people up for that, bro. For real. So for real. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. So overall, um, I'm cheering for the Texans here. if I, if I'm gonna put my heart behind a team. I'd love to see the Texans do something here, um, yeah. but yeah. financially, I got a lot of interest in some other teams that are still standing. So I look yeah. forward to a great week of football. Yeah, I got I'm, my team for the rest of the playoffs is you know Kansas City and uh, NFC. I guess is Lions or Lions, Packers or Bucks. I, I'm not really yeah. jacking the Niners, so we'll see. But I'm excited for KC. I'm excited for yeah. for Mahomes to get in there and lock in for real. I am. Yeah, I honestly the. I could get behind either the Lions or the Packers in the NFC, but I, I am leaning Lions right now. Um, I think the Packers will have their time. I don't think they're necessarily there yet. They're a young team that I think absolutely will get better. Uh, I don't know if Love plays quite as well in the future, but the oh, as a team, they'll get better. So I, I trust that entirely. Uh, look forward to this Packers team, though, and, and seeing what they can do. I think that's going to be a hell of a game. I think a lot of people are sleeping on them. Uh, which I just don't know how after last week. So <laughs> let's see it. We hope you guys like that episode. As you guys seen, I got yelled at by my wife, so we couldn't do a proper conclusion. Um, however, um, we, we're going to be covering the rest of the playoffs. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, sell your souls, get on the train, because we have a lot of content coming here in the Build Different Studios. So, you know, with that being said, man you know, subscribe, join us on the journey, football, basketball, wrestling, baseball, video games, you know, we got it all, even all the stupid high shit we do, so make sure you guys are in tune, and have a good day, night, whatever, enjoy the playoff games.